Welcome to Kingdom Living Ministries, where our vision is knowing God, loving people, and making disciples. We trust this week's message will be a blessing to your life. Enjoy the teaching ministry of KLM. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, we come to you in Jesus' name. Thank you for this time and this opportunity to share your word with your people. Pray, Father, that you'll season my words with grace. Give unto me the tongue of the learned that I speak a word to them that are weary. Father, grant unto your people the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you, that the eyes of their understanding will be enlightened, that they may know what is the hope of your calling, what are the riches of the glory of your inheritance in the saints, what is the exceeding greatness of your power towards me who believe. I thank you, Father. We receive revelation from heaven above. Thank you for the divine utterance. Thank you, Father, for call, causing me to speak your word prophetically with accuracy in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hope you're having a great day this morning. I hope you're having a great morning, even with the sun. And it might be looking kind of like it's going to rain, but continue to enjoy the rest of the summer. The summer is getting away from us. Can you believe it's almost over? Before you know it, it's be fall, so make sure you take some time to go to the beach and so forth. I, I just thank God for allowing us to come back out because we've been stuck up in the house for 14, 15 months. We're going to dive, we're going to conclude our service or our series today dealing with the will of God. We're going to talk about today and next week praying out his will, praying out his will. Romans chapter 12 some familiar scripture, Romans chapter 12. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. There's a good will, there's a, the good will of God, there's the acceptable will of God, and then there's the perfect will of God. And we want to strive as believers, go after the perfect will of God. You know, it's possible to do part of the will of God and not all of the will of God. There are so many Christians who are only doing part. They're living beneath their privileges. They're living beneath the will of God. They're not doing all of his will. Of course, it's God's will for us to be saved, for us to be filled with the Spirit, for us to be part of a local assembly, for us to evangelize, for us to you know, be faithful to our spouses, faithful to our children, faithful to our job, faithful to our church. All of that's part of the will of God, but we could be missing it in one or two or many other areas. So as Christians, we should desire the will of God. Concern, you know, he is the potter and we're the clay. Jeremiah 18 talks about that, that he is the potter and we're the clay. We have not made ourselves according to Psalm 100. He has made us. We, he's the maker and we're the creation. So how do you, praying out the will of God, there is a will for our lives. Now, we've been talking about how the scripture tells us the written will of God, that God has a specific will for us. As you read from Genesis to Revelation, there's a, a will, a general will, but the specific will of God is not as clear. God, it, there's not a book with your name on it per, per se. 
in the scriptures that tells you what to do, what job to take, who to marry, how many kids to have, what, you know, what profession, what church to join. You don't have a book of you in the Bible, but there is the, the overall will of God for all of humanity for all times. But your, God's, will, God's specific will for your life is going to take you time to pray. You're going to have to spend some time in prayer. And I'm not talking about a couple minutes. I'm talking about hours and days bathing yourself in prayer and even taking some time to fast to seek the will of God for your life. What is his will for your life? And in order to get to that place, you must pray out his will. Something my wife, used, my wife and I used to say before kids, we used to say, before you walk it out, talking about walking out the will of God, you got to pray it out. And so we, there, there's a place where you pray out that perfect will. Let's look at an individual in Colossians chapter 4. You've heard me talk about him. He was the minister at the church at Colossae. Colossians chapter 4, let's look at verse 12. Epaphras who is one of you, a servant or a minister of Christ Jesus, greets you always, struggling on your behalf in his prayers, that you may stand mature and fully assured in all of the will of God. Here's this minister. He's a servant of Christ, a minister of the gospel. He, perhaps he was their pastor. He's praying, and the Bible actually says he's struggling on your behalf in his prayers, that you may stand mature, fully assured in all of the will of God. There is a place of struggling in the Christian life. There is a place. And one of the places, I should say there are places of struggles in the Christian life. And one of the many places is in prayer. And this, that's just not talking about any type of prayer. Now, you know, as, as a believer, as a pastor, I, I, I'm a man of faith and I confess and I speak the word of God. There's some times that the Lord will lead you away from that in the sense of is prayer is more than just decreeing and declaring. That's all I'm trying to say. There's times that you have to pray yourself to a place of revelation. Play, pray yourself to a place of hearing his voice. Pray yourself to a place of understanding and illumination. That doesn't just come by confessing the word. It comes by spending ample time in his presence. There's something that takes place in prayer that, that nothing else will do. Prayer is not the in all be all, right? You can't, you know, there's times you got to get up and do something. You just don't pray. You, 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 sometimes you got to get up and do some things. <laughs> oh, Lord, bless me with a job. You heard me say this before, but you got to go out and look for a job. You got to go on the Internet and go for, to interviews or, Lord, help me with my schoolwork. And, but you got to do your schoolwork. You got to work towards it. Help me learn this language. Help me make this sale. Help me. The list goes on. Help my kids. Well, what are you doing to, in the natural and spiritually? So you have to pray. This pastor, this minister, Epaphras, who is one of you, a servant of Christ Jesus, greets you always, always struggling on your behalf in his prayers. 
He's struggling on the behalf of this church in his prayers. And this is what he's struggling with, that, that you may stand mature or perfect, fully assured in all of the will of God. Pastors are called to pray the will of God for, their, for his congregation. He's called to, to go before God on the behalf of the members. And there, there are times that he's travailing. He's in agony. He is in birthing, if I can say that, in prayer for the people. He's crying to God. He's crying out to God, whether it's for healing in their, in their physical bodies, healing in their minds, healing in their marriages, healing in their, on their, in their finances, whatever the case may be, he is seeking after the will of God. He's struggling on the behalf. And, and that lets us know that there are times that we have to struggle in prayer for that will. That will is not always as clear. Lord, I thank you for the will of God. No, there you're praying in the spirit and you're praying with your understanding and you're, you're praying scriptures over your situation and you're asking God for his will. And there's times that your flesh and your emotions and your soul just don't, doesn't want or don't want the will of God. And you're struggling, even as Jacob struggled with the angel saying, I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. I'm, I'm going to hold on to you to, to, to there's a change in my life, the will of God, the will of God. Let's look at this from the master. Go with me to Matthew, Matthew chapter 26, Matthew chapter 26, the will of God, the will, praying out the will of God. There are times that you, you have to pray his will out. It doesn't automatically come to you, but you got to spend some time to pray out his will. Let's look at Matthew 26, Matthew 26, verse 36. Then Jesus went with, went, uh, excuse me, Jesus went with them to a place called Gethsemane. And he said to his disciples, sit here while I go over there and pray. Taking with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, my soul is very sorrowful even to death. Remain here and watch with me. There are times that you may have a heaviness on you and that will of God will weigh upon you in a way that brings sorrow, not sorrow to death, but sorrow to life. Here we go. He says, and going a little further, he fell on his face and prayed, saying, my father, if it is possible. Let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Nevertheless, not as I will. So he's praying, he's struggling with the will of God in prayer. And he says, if it's possible, there's sometimes in prayer that you're negotiating with God, the father. You're negotiating with the Son and with the Holy Spirit. There is a, a going back and forth with the will of God. Lord, but I, I, I don't want to do that. 
I, there's a desire for something else. I'm struggling with a love for perhaps money, a love for other things or the approval of, of, of men and women. There is a, a, a desire and there's a struggle in prayer. And, and if you've never been to that place, don't knock it till you're there where you're struggling concerning the will of God. God is calling you to do something else. I'm going to tell you, I'm be very transparent. There was a struggle back in 2015, October the 4th, where I struggled when the Lord was calling me to full-time paid ministry, full-time ministry, where I wasn't getting, I don't think I was getting anything at the time from partners, but I was struggling in prayer. And I, I, and I, 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 found, I found myself crying and, and it was like I was wrestling with the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God was leading me to go and quit. I had two jobs, Enterprise and at the community college. And the Holy Spirit was leading me to, to quit both jobs and to go full-time ministry. And, I, and at the time, I was like, there's no way. It, make, it doesn't make sense to do this. We have all this debt and we, we need to, to work as much as possible to pay it off. And the Lord was dealing with me about leaving those two jobs to give myself over to the will of God, which was ministry. He doesn't call everybody like that. Sometimes it's a diff different people got different trajectory and the Lord leads them differently or how to do and pursue for those who are called to ministry. But for me, he was requiring my faith by me leaving my jobs. I didn't want to do it because in my mind, those were good, two, two good jobs and, and I, you know, I, I was that was the will of God for me. But he 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 was requiring me. And then when I was over at Budweiser, he was dealing with me about leaving, and and, and I was th that was a struggle. I was comfortable at a good paying job and comfortable, and and the spirit of God was and and it doesn't make sense. And when people ask me, "Are you full time?" or you know what's going on, you know, it I was still at the place where. The Lord was still, even though I left, the Lord was still dealing with me about, about that. And he was calling me for, for what he had for, what he had in store for me. And sometimes it's, it's, it requires a lot to step out by faith and, and to do that which God has called you to. Whether it's to leave, leave people, the people that you were so knitted with. He, he, he might be calling you away from them. And you have to pray and break yourself free in prayer away from that. That soul tied to the job, to that organization, to that the group of people, to a, a person. You break that in prayer by yielding to the spirit of God. Or maybe it's a, as, as Daniel says, as it, it may be a secret sin that you, you pray yourself free from that secret sin that thing that you've been struggling with for a very long time and the Lord brings you to that place and says, I want you to let that go. That which you have struggled with since you were a youth, since you were a young, young lad, the Lord is calling you to break that, break free from that. Confess that thing and make a decision to let it go, whether it's cigarettes or marijuana or whether it's uh, pornography or lust or whether it's, it, it, it's, it's breaking away from television. Maybe it might not necessarily be sinful, but it might be a weight. And so we see from Matthew 26, the master is struggling in prayer. Epaphras, Epaphras, Epaphras excuse me, I'm mispronouncing the man's name. In the Colossians, 
He was struggling in prayer for the people, wanting them to be presented before God, fully assured in the will of God. That you have to come to that place of prayer where you're yielding to the spirit of God and you're yielding to the will of God, whatever the will of God is. Now, that said, that's I'm not talking about sickness or disease or poverty. That's not the will of God for your life. But the will of God may be that he's calling you. To another place, to another city, to another state, to another country, being willing to go there. Been willing to yield yourself to the spirit of God, to obey the spirit of the living God. God is calling some of you all to, to get more involved in the church. You've been you've been not yielding to him or call, calling you to give up your sleep in order to pray. Maybe for a season or two. I, I know that you need to have your sleep. And and actually, Kevin is going to be ministering about resting and sleeping soon. But I, I want to encourage you to. To, to be, learn how to pray in that place. And, and even as the master prayed, it was hard for him. Let's continue to read this. He says, and, and he came to the disciples, verse 40, and found them sleeping. And he said to Peter, so you could not watch with me one hour. He said, watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. And again, for the second time, he went away and prayed, my father, if this cannot pass unless I drink it, your will be done. And again, he came and found them sleeping for their eyes were heavy. So leaving them again, he went away and prayed for the third time, saying the same words. And again, then he came to the disciples and said to them, sleep and take a rest later on. See that the hour is at hand and the son of man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us go. Let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. For three times he prayed that prayer. There's some prayers that is not the prayer of faith. The prayer of faith, you pray it once and you thank God for it. But this prayer is the prayer of dedication and consecration where you're committing yourself to the will of God. Lord, I, I, I'll go wherever you say go. I'll say whatever you say, say I'll be whatever you say, be whatever your will is. I submit to it. Your will be done. Your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Your will. I go after the will of God. It, you have to as believers, you're, you and I are called to pray like that. Your will be done. Your will be established. Before you can walk the will out, you got to pray it out. Pray out that will. Pray yourself into a place of revelation. When I say revelation, divine insights into the will of God and into the purposes of God. Pray yourself into that will of God. Whatever that will is, pray yourself through it. Don't give up. Be be be. I have an enduring spirit, a, a, a spirit to, to press through whatever you're facing, whatever it may be. You continue to pray through and pray yourself into that place of understanding and revelation. Pray, pray your heart into a place of receptiveness where you're receiving from God, whatever that will is, whatever he wants you to do, whether to stay at that job or to leave it, whether to to stay in that relationship. Now, we know that God is not calling people to leave their marriages. 
Now, of course, that said, if you're in an abusive relationship, or unhealthy, you may have to go. That, that, that's a different story. But overall, just because you don't like that your spouse that you chose, God is not calling you to leave. Well, God wants me to be happy, so I'm leaving this person. No, 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 you're being flesh. That's fleshly. You need to yield to the Spirit of God and obey His will, and even in the hard times. You, you know, perhaps you are in debt and, and, and you don't want to make those payments. Make it, it, that's a hard place to be, but you got to believe God and trust God. And while you're using your faith and, and you're, you're calling your, 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 your balance, zero balances, you have to stay in that place of, of, of yielding to this will of God. Will of God is for you to pay your bills on time, even if it means you got to eat rice every day. Come on. Even if it means that you can't go to the movies or you have, this is a big one. The Lord is calling you to be debt free. You know he is. So what if he's leading you to turn off those streaming services or the cable or maybe downsize from the smartphone to a, a cricket? And there's no there's no shame in having cricket because when you when you when you're working on something, you're working on it. So you got to be open to hear from the spirit of God what, what, what he may lead you to do. You know, people complain about being in debt and yet they pay that, that, that cable bill $200 every single month. I'm telling you, I'm telling you the spirit of God will lead you to downsize in order to upgrade you later on. So you got to obey that which he leads you to do. And, and sometimes you, you're committed to those shows. And he's telling you to cut off Netflix. He's cutting. I mean, there was a season that my house went without Netflix. Now we're back on it. <laughs> so maybe the Lord may lead us to lead to cut it off a little bit. But that twenty dollars a month, it goes a long way. Maybe he's leading you to stop eating out so much. Start eating in and whatever the case may be. And the Lord's telling you to get in shape. One, one time I was in I was um, in Jamaica. For about a month, me and my wife and 12 kids, we were in Jamaica for missions. And the Lord spoke to me. He says, I want you to pray in tongues every day for an hour. And I want you to, I want you to lose the weight. And, and I was maybe not even half, half of this size, maybe a little bit more than that. But how many know that the Lord will deal with you concerning your weight, concerning your time, concerning your money, concerning your mind? Concerning your heart, concerning your attitude, concerning your appetites, your appetite for power, greed, or whatever the case may be. He wants us to yield to his will, whatever that will is. You got to pray yourself, even as the master, Lord, if it's possible, can I still have my cake and icing too? <laughs> and the Lord says, no, 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 I don't want you to have the icing. I want you to, I want you to have a cup of fruit. So leave the cake in the icing and go to the cup of fruit. Nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. That's the posture of, of, of what God is calling us to do. He's calling us to have that type of posture. He's calling us to, he's leading us to step out by faith and obey that which he has spoken to us by his spirit. The problem is not so much that we don't hear from God. The problem is that we don't obey what we do here. Um, you, you need to obey that which he has spoken to you. Pray yourself to a place of obedience. Get rid of that, that, that wrongful mindset. He's the master. You are the slave. I said slave. He's the master and you are the slave. So yield to your master. Obey your master. Don't be like those ones who said, Lord, Lord, and did your own thing. But obey the master.
He prayed. This minister in Colossians 4, he prayed. He struggled in prayer. Sometimes prayer is a struggle. It's not easy. It's not easy to spend time praying in tongues when you don't understand what you're saying. And your mind wants to wander all over the place and you're tired and even five minutes. Or it's not easy to always sit down and discipline yourself to read the Bible every day when you want to, you know, the first thing you get up, you get up and you check your emails or check your social media. I, I challenge you this week. Don't don't be so quick to check your emails and 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 social media accounts first. First thing you do, get up, use the bathroom, give God some praise. Give him some thanks. Lord, I thank you for another day. Lord, I thank you. I give you the first fruits of my life, my lips. I give you the first moments of my day. Give him the first moments of your day. I'm not saying that your day is going to be perfect, but you'll be prepared. You'll be better prepared for the day. It doesn't necessarily mean because you get up and you pray an hour before you go to work, whether it's remote or, at, or in person, doesn't mean that your day is going to be perfect. It's just that it means that he gets you ready for those days, for that day, that the, 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 the war that is ahead of you, the battle that is ahead of you. He knows what's ahead of you. And sometimes he'll lead you to lose weight because he knows that the enemy is going to attack your body. And so in order to be prepared and not die in the midst of that battle, he'll cause you to lose weight. Like I said this before, one time I was, the Lord says, I need you to lose weight because you are on the highway to a heart attack. He said that to me. The Lord said that to me. And so I start working out. I got to get back to it. The Lord start, I start working out. And one time I was dealing with my oldest son and the spirit of the Lord said to me, I was picking up stuff from him every time. It was even must've been two or three. He was making a mess. I was picking up after him. The spirit of the Lord said to me, stop picking up after your son. You keep picking up after him, you'll be picking up after him for the rest of his life. You want to know that that shocked the heck out of me? It scared the hell out of me. I said it. The hell out. I was, it, 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 it did something to me. And to this day, I, I tell my son, get that up. Where, where my tendency is to go and help him or to go do it for him, now I'm telling him, make sure you, you get that up. Because I want him to be self discipline enough to pick up after himself. He ain't gonna get no wife with dirty habits, right? <laughs> Trying to prepare him to be a husband and a faithful father and, and a man of God. Whatever God has called him to, I want him to be faithful. And so you have to obey and listen. Some of y'all are doing too much for your kids. You're doing too much for your spouse. You're doing too much for your family when the Spirit of the Lord is telling you not to. Don't always be so quick to give everybody your money. Oh, they have a need. Just because there's a need doesn't mean that it's the will of God for you to give them to meet that need. Some of y'all have been used to uh, being that bank for family members. And I sense in my spirit to tell you, stop being the bank. Stop trying to be a savior for everybody, especially your family. Learn how to yield to the spirit. Because the spirit of God will lead you not to give to individuals. He says, no, no, no. I had somebody come to me recently asking for it. They, they, they were sick and they needed money for medicine. I had helped this family member a while back and they were asking me for a specific amount. And I said, nah, I, I can do this what I can do because I'm not supposed to help everybody. And I'm not always supposed. Sometimes people have to 
have to call on God and rely on God, not sometimes, but all the time. Look to God as their provider, not you, not me. Sometimes the Lord will lead lead you to to stop calling people so much and, 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 and helping them to deal with their issues alone. Not saying that it's always good to deal with issues alone, but there, there are times that they they become they rely on you too much. Always looking for you for the encouragement, always looking for you to chase after them. I told my wife recently, I'm, I'm tired of chasing after people. You know, I, I want to make disciples and and there are times I call people and I call them and call some of y'all. Y'all don't call me back. <laughs> and, and those days are gone forever. I'm going to stop calling. And, and, and you know, we're we going to stop communicating. You're going to have to call me. There are times that you have to listen to the spirit of God when he deals with you about that. But going back to praying out his will, it, it flows from that place of praying out his will, whatever his will may be. I'm going to give you a couple of scriptures before we end. Psalm 143, Psalm 143. Let's go over there. Psalm 143 and let's look at verse 10. Psalm 143 verse 10 says this. Teach me to do your will for you are my God. Let your good spirit lead me on level ground. Teach me to do your will. That's a good scripture. Highlight that scripture. Pray that scripture over yourself. Teach me to do your will. Teach me to do your will. Teach me to do your will. Pray that out. Pray yourself into a place of obedience. Pray yourself into a place of revelation. Pray yourself into a place of faith. Pray yourself into a place of surrender. Obey that which he's given you. Obey that. Follow your spirit and not just your head, not just your emotions. Follow that which God placed on the inside of you. He'll lead you to a place of plenty out of a place of lack. He'll lead you to a place of health and healing. He'll lead you to a place of peace and out of drama. He'll lead you and guide you and direct you. He wants to. And, and it starts with a place of prayer. Praying yourself. That you may be mature fully assured in all of the will of God, whatever that will is. God is calling us as a church to pray for that will, to seek his will, to go after his will. Gone are the days where you, 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 you are just a babe in Christ. He's calling you to be mature. Some of y'all got offended because I didn't call your name the other day. You know, when I was calling out people's names, get over that. Oh, pastor didn't call me. Get over that. I'm one man <laughs> and, and, and I'm training ministers to try to do what I do, duplicating myself so they can do the work of the ministry. I'm trying to train lay leaders to do. We, 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 we can't do this, this work all alone. God is calling us for international ministry and I can't do it alone. Courtney can't do it alone. We need help. So the spirit of God is leading you and guiding you. Some of y'all may be too involved, which I doubt it because <laughs> not too many people that's too involved. But some of y'all need to get a step up to the plate and, and allow the spirit of God to lead you and guide you. We're going to do a part two next week. Thank you for tuning in. If you are interested in receiving Jesus as your savior, I want to give you that opportunity. I, if you say, I want to receive Christ. I want you to pray this prayer. There's no magic in the prayer. But faith in Jesus. Seven um, 
pray this prayer and I'm gonna, then I'm going to tell you the a number to text. Father God, I come to you in Jesus' name. I confess my sins. I acknowledge my need for the Savior. I confess Jesus as Lord. I believe in my heart that God has raised him from the dead. And I receive Jesus as my Savior and my Lord. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. In Jesus' name. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, welcome to the family of God. There's no magic in the prayer, but it's faith in God. So one way we release our faith is through prayer. Text us at 732-324-2200. Just simply say, I want Jesus. And we'll give you some information what to do next. What's the follow-up? You know, what, what you should start reading in the scriptures. And you're in the United States and you need a Bible, we'll mail you a Bible so that you can have the Word of God along with a couple of pamphlets to what to do next. Welcome to the family of God. If you're interested in membership, text that same number, 732-324-2200. If you're interested in getting more involved, you're already a member, but you want to get involved, text that same number, servitude. Welcome to the family of God. We thank God for you. For those who want to sow and honor the Lord with your tithes and your offering, you text us at 833-PUSH-PAY, 833-245-7413, 833-245-7413, or you can give through the cash app, cash app sign, KLMNJ, or you can hit us up at the P.O. box, which is right there on the screen. Have a wonderful day. Remember that God is exalted, the devil is defeated, and Jesus is is Lord. That concludes this week's message and thank you very much for listening. For more information about Kingdom Living Ministries, please call us at 732-324-2200 or visit our website at kingdomlivingnj.org. Also, you can write to us by mail at P.O. Box 519, Rancocas, New Jersey, 08073. And lastly, if you would like to partner with this ministry through your prayers or financial support, contact us via email at partners at kingdomlivingnj.org. Our prayer is that this message has encouraged you to live out the kingdom of God daily in your life by your obedience to His Word. God bless you.